Well, hi everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study summary. We're looking at living life connected to Christ. <clears throat> and tonight we're going to look at a life of love. The point of our study is that remaining in Christ means our relationships are, are marked by love. You know, folks, some things just can't be done without some level of experience. Can you imagine trying to bake a cake or maybe even quarterback a professional football team if you've never done either of them? Oh, I know, you can go on YouTube. You get all these instructions on YouTube. But until you do it, it's just a concept. It's just something somebody said. And in these verses tonight, we'll see Jesus' command for us to love. Now, most people understand loving but do we really know what love is? Jesus wants us to see his love. <clears throat> and only then can we love others as well. John chapter 15, beginning in verse 9. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Folks, who doesn't want joy? For many of us, verse 11 is really a favorite verse. It's a stunning statement. Your joy may be complete. Who doesn't want complete joy? We just don't want it in the times we're living in. We're, we're desperate for it. For many of us, the search for joy is really an exhausting pursuit. How about these skydivers who jump out of airplanes for the thrill of joy? Huh? Those outside the Christian faith may question whether joy is really possible, but God created us to live in joy. How do I know that? Because the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering, and goodness, and faith, and mercy, and tenderness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Jesus pointed us to the way we can experience this joy. And he used it with three words. The first one is love. Jesus said, remain in my love. His love is the key to our joy. Folks, do you remember what his love was like? He came to earth because he loved us. He came to teach us of the Father's love and to express that love through his actions and his miracles. He showed us his love in his response to our sin. He took our wickedness on himself. He was nailed to a cross. He, was, he died. He was buried. And because of his love for us, he came out of that tomb so we could have victory. That's our rescuer, the one who gives us joy. The second word is remain. We are to remain. That word means to continue, abide, dwell, stare, tarry. We're to do that in his amazing love for us. When we remain in his love, our joy is unbroken. But folks, it's important that we remain, that we stay in fellowship with Jesus, because that's what joy is. And because Jesus is love, we remain in his love. And because Jesus is love, we are kept in his love. That's number three. He said, keep my commandments. 
which simply means we should obey him. All of us want complete joy. And Jesus wants us to have it too. That's why he calls us to settle down in him and obey him. When he does, when we do what he calls us to do, we experience his love and his joy over and over again. Now look at verse 12 in chapter 15. This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. No greater love has anyone than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. Folks, nobody loves better than Jesus. No one ever was stronger than the love of Christ. No love has ever impacted more people. These disciples had seen the love of Jesus up close. They had seen him heal diseases. They had seen him mend bones, silence demons. They had seen him teach and feed and weep over the city. They had seen how he lived and how he served thousands for nothing in return. And they didn't know it yet, but Jesus was about to show them how far his love would go when he died on that cross for them. With this perfect example of love, Jesus is saying, Love one another as I have loved you. So how do we love like Jesus loved? <laughs> the answer is pretty simple. We try. We try. We experience the love of Jesus. He says, I have loved you, and we obey. Love one another. We look at Jesus, and in the power of the Holy Spirit, we can love as Jesus loves. Now, we may not be able to love to the degree that he loved, but we can love in the same manner. We can love as we have been loved. Folks, that's a mandate. That's not a suggestion. Be loved. Be obedient. Jesus then went on to give us this. No greater love has this than a man lay down his life for his friends. That means our love should be sacrificial. It means sacrificing something of ourselves for the sake of others. Obeying in this way is like Jesus is obedient to his Father. It might hurt. It might cost. But we move forward for the sake of the ones we love. Because, folks, if we're not demonstrating our love through acting, then we're not loving. If our love never requires sacrificing, we're only talking. Folks, Jesus laid down his life for us and called us to act kind, to love one another as he has loved. Now look at verse 15. I do not call you servants anymore because the servant does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and produce fruit, that your fruit should remain, so that whatever you ask in the Father's name, he will give you. This is the command. Love one another. Jesus told his, fathers, I ha uh, his followers, I have appointed you to go and produce fruit, and that your fruit should remain. So how do we produce spiritual fruit that remains? Well, we've got to bring that loving and that remaining and that keeping into the process. So what kind of fruit is he talking about? Well, some people would say that that fruit is evangelistic success. Some would say that fruit are acts of service, ministry, doing it in the name of Jesus. Some would insist that fruit is your personal growth. 
the character of Jesus that God shapes you. Well, we see all of these in the scripture. But just saying you're a follower of Jesus is not enough. Life change must happen and continue to happen as proof of your conversion. And people will see how it influences others when you follow the Lord Jesus. It is love that aids our evangelistic efforts. It's love that helps our service to others. It's love that shows in our character that points others to Christ. Jesus repeated the command in verse 17. This is what I command you, love one another. Let, let's never separate abiding in Jesus and loving in Jesus from serving and bearing fruit for him. If we want to bear fruit for Christ, we need to show others the love of Christ. We need to help them see our joy of dwelling in the Lord and to know the same Jesus who loved us. Remaining in Christ means our relationships are marked by love. In Jesus, we have seen the greatest love this world has ever known. Folks, do you remember how he loved you? How you needed his love? Think about what it could look like for you to try and love like that this next week. What do you say? Amen? All right, that ends our Bible study summary for this evening. But you know what? Sunday's coming. We are looking forward to a great day in the Lord. Trust to see you then. Folks, God is good all the time. See you in church.